Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. You must go to church always. Something. Something will be said. A prayer will be prayed. Your 
Yes, Lord. your hands together for the Lord. You must come to church always. Something will be said. A prayer will be prayed. Hallelujah. Must come to church. Always. Your life will not be, your life will not be the same. Amen. So tell the person next to you, you must come to church always. I said tell the person, find somebody and tell the person, you must come to church always. Tell a person, not once a while. <laughs> something, do you understand? You must, something will be said. A prayer will be prayed. Amen. Well, it's a blessing to be here, and I'm happy to have all of you. We are going to hear the word of God. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And I love to dedicate babies, you know. They are nice. They are a gift from God. Beautiful baby. I like the name, Aiden. Very nice name. And I like the rich uncle. Make sure that he's taken care of. I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Beautiful. But you know, we're going to hear the word of God. And um, I want to say something before I mean, which is very important. I'm preaching. Two things are called the word of God. Two things are called the word of God. Two things. Okay? Two things are called the word of God. One is, the Bible is described as the word of God. Do you understand? The Bible is called the word of God. And then the second one is that Jesus is described as the word of God. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. So when we are talking about the word of God, we are either talking about the Bible or Jesus. So you cannot love Jesus when you don't know the Bible. Because he is the word of God. Jesus is called the word of God. And the Bible is called the word of God. There are many Christians who say they love Jesus, but they don't read their Bible. Hallelujah. He is the word of God. Amen. And also, many have been deceived with all sorts of false doctrine because they don't want to read the Bible. Hallelujah. You must read the Bible. You must go to church. You cannot love Jesus when you don't read the Bible because he is called the word of God and the Bible is called the word of God. So the two things are the same. So read your Bible so you can know him and understand him. Hallelujah. Yeah. Speak the word. Confess the word. Study the word. Hallelujah. There is power in the word of God. Hallelujah. Look. A lot of the mistakes and the sins you commit is a sign that the word of God is not in you. Hallelujah. That is why nobody should waste their time telling people, don't do this. See, don't do this, don't do this. They don't work. You want your parents tell you, what your parents told you not to do, did you stop? Mm-hmm, did you stop? What's your name, my friend? Abraham. That's a very good name. Abraham. So I'll call Abraham. Yeah. 
I, there are a lot of people your parents tell you, you didn't stop. Did you stop? Ah, I, I was the same. <laughs> ah, you don't stop. So don't do this. Don't, that doesn't change anybody. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you think that don't do this, don't that will change somebody, you are joking. Now, what changed people is the word of God. When the word enters into you, how can a young man keep his way pure? But by hiding your word in his heart, what will keep a young man pure is the word of God in him. Not, I've seen your laptop. If you seize the laptop, you go on the phone. So it's the word of God. It's the word of God. Hallelujah. What will change your husband is the word of God. You taking your husband's phone and screwing who he has called, it will only annoy him. When your husband is, when your husband goes to the bathroom, you take his phone. You will just be annoyed. You have turned yourself into a personal investigator. It doesn't work that way. It's the word of God that changes people. Hallelujah. The police can't look, the police can't change anybody. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. So let's, how can a young man keep you pure by your word? Taking heed to your word. Amen. So let's understand the word of God. Let's value the word of God. The word of God has power. Power. His word is medicine. When you read the book of Romans, Romans tells that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith, it comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It means the more of the word of God you hear, the more of faith you have. Amen. Can I get an amen? Yeah. That's how you get faith. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing and by hearing by the word of God. And the opposite of faith is fear. And fear also comes by hearing. Fear also comes by hearing and by hearing the word of CNN. <laughs> fear comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the news. Don't you know that? The more you hear, the more you get afraid. So instead of hearing negative news that will make you afraid, hear the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. So I don't know what, I don't know what you want to hear. You can decide to hear negative news and be afraid. I mean, how does it help you? Shooting here, shooting there. Now you are afraid. Faith coming by hearing. Hallelujah. Say with me, I will get faith. Say, I am getting faith. As I hear the word of God. Yeah, because I'm going to preach you the word of God so your faith will come. Amen. And when you read Psalm 119 verse 130, you say the entrance the entrance of your word, Psalm 119 verse 130, the entrance of your word brings illumination. The entrance of your word brings light. Hallelujah. Psalm 119 verse 130, I believe. The entrance. 
It means that as God's word comes to you, light comes to you. Hallelujah. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. That word light is illumination. It is different from book knowledge. Some people have book knowledge, but they are stupid. Oh, you are stupid. You are stupid. You are stupid. I mean, they have all the book knowledge, but they are very stupid. Real light, it comes from the word of God. The entrance of your words brings light. Hallelujah. So as you have come and you are hearing the word of God, pray that you receive wisdom, light. Say, I will receive light. Say, I will receive light. Say, I will receive light. You better confess it. You see? Uh... One of the curses in the book of Deuteronomy is said that you grope as a blind man at noonday. Okay? Blindness is a curse. Because, you see, walking from here, walking from the back here to here, the only reason why I will not hurt myself is because I can see where I'm going. That's all. The only reason why I can walk from here and come here is because I can see. If the light was off and I can't see, this short journey can be very dangerous. And a lot of people have hurt themselves because they are spiritually blind. You keep on knocking yourself, hurting yourself because you can't see where you are going. But when the word of God comes, you have light. You see, it's the word of God that will tell that this boy, what he's telling you is not true. He's a big lie, I'm telling you. But when you don't have the light, you say, oh, he's cool. Simple minded. Say with me, I'll receive light. Say, I will receive light. Yeah, that's what it is. Confessions. I'll receive light. Michelle, light. Light. You see, the, the word of God, light makes you wiser than your age. Hallelujah. One of the signs of the anointing is that he said that because of the anointing, you will not be deceived. You know, people by nature want to deceive people. You know that's what human beings are? That's why when they say, when they say look up, you better look down. But when you are anointed, you will not be deceived. Amen. Oh yeah. Say with me one more time. I will receive light. You see, and the rule I keep on saying, say with me, it's a confession. You shall have what you say. Say with me again, I will receive light. Say with me, I will not be deceived. (laughs) Hallelujah. So we are still talking about the word of God and church growth. Amen. And today I have a very short message for you, but it's very powerful. I believe you are blessed already. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about how the kingdom of God works or how the church works or God's model, model of the church or church growth. John chapter 15, verse 2 to 5. Hmm, you see. John 15, 2, verse 5. John 15, 2, please, quickly. 
He says that every branch in me that bear, you see, when we come to church, expect us to read the Bible. Anywhere you go there, they don't read the Bible. Don't go there. You understand what I'm saying? The, the church is in the Bible. So when you come, did the pastor open the Bible? Did they preach from the Bible? You see, don't go to places where everything's like stories and fairy tales. No, the Bible must be open. He said, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he take it away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Next verse. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. See, another benefit of the word is that the word cleans you. I said, another benefit of the word, the word what? The word does what? The word does what? Say, I will be clean. And let me tell you, some of you, some of us need to be clean because you are dirty, man. Some of us need detoxification. Because where you were last night, you need to be detoxed. <laughs> I'm preaching, man. I said, where you were last night, you need total detoxification. Some people only need to be paid from inside. But some of you need to be paid from inside and outside. You need a purgative and antiseptic. <laughs> Hallelujah. And only the word of God can clean you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Only the word of God can clean you. I'm talking about the word of God. You know, some of the stuff, man, you know what I'm talking about? It's bad. <laughs> You need detoxification. Hallelujah. He said, now you are clean through the words which I have spoken unto you. Next verse. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, can ye except you abide in me. Verse 5. Jesus is speaking. He says, I am the vine. You are the branches. I am the vine. You are the branches. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. It says, I am the vine. So what picture, what picture are you getting? Jocelyn, it says, I am the vine. You are the branches. What picture does it paint? It paints a picture of a tree. Isn't it? It paints a picture of what? And Jesus said, when you take the tree, I am the vine and you are the branches. So the church is the church is a type of a tree where Jesus is the main thing and then we are the branches. Hallelujah. I am the vine. Hallelujah. Yes. So the church is designed to be like a tree. Okay? With branches. Branches are small, small units. Hallelujah. So the church, Jesus didn't say, the church is not like a log. A log is one solid wood. It's not a log. It's a tree with branches. A branches means they are smaller divisions. So a good church, like this one, is a church that is large enough to contain you, but small enough to know you. Hallelujah. Because sometimes you can be in a large church, but nobody knows you. 
So a good church, a good church is large enough to, co- to include you, but small enough to know you. Hallelujah. That's a, that's, that's a, like a great nation. You see, a great, let me give, a great nation like America, it's a huge nation, large enough as a continent, but different states that are connected. Do you understand what I'm saying? America is a great nation because it's a large country. It's a continent. But in the large country, there are different states that are connected. That whatever happens in Texas affects New Jersey. Unlike Africa, Africa is the same continent. Large continent, but the nations are not connected. That's what I'm trying to say. Hey, put your hands together for the Lord. That's why we struggle. Huge, but not connected. If there's a Nigeria got their own issue, Ghana got their own issue, Jamaica, uh, uh, Algeria got their own issue. But it's not, it's, it's the same continent, but large. The difference is that large enough, but small, connected. Hallelujah. So what I'm trying to say is that God designed the church. That the church is, the body of Christ is huge. But in that huge body, there are smaller divisions. They are what? And it is to your benefit to join one of the smaller divisions. I'm preaching to you. Whenever you are in a church, make sure that you are in one of the smaller divisions because that's how God designed it. Amen. Because you see, it's the smaller division. It's the smaller group that gives you the opportunity to serve God. Yes. Otherwise, how can you serve him? It's the smaller group like a choir. You see, the, the, the church has, it's a huge church. In the, in, there's a choir, there's prayer, there's visitation, there's counseling, there is uh, food ministry. Small, small things, so that you can do something small. In that small division, you can do something for God, so that God can bless you. So large enough, but small to include you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm talking about the church. Okay, large enough. Small to continue. Branches. What are, the, what are the benefits of a branches? See, one of the benefits you get from becoming, becoming part of a branch, when I say a branch, I mean a small group in a big organization. One of the benefits, like this, let's use this illustration, is connectivity. Connectivity. Hallelujah. It's connectivity, connections. It means if, let's say this is a tree. Let's say this is the stem. Maybe let me try to use it. Let's say it's, it's a fake tree, but we'll take it like that. It's not genuine by itself. Let's, let's say this is a tree. You see this leaf here? This leaf here is connected to this branch. This branch is connected to this. And this, and, and this is connected to this. So because of the connection, this little thing here gets enough nutrients because it is connected. It is connected. It is connected. It's the connectivity. Let me tell you something. That statement, whom you know, is true. Who has said that statement before? Whom you know? It's whom you know. Have you heard it before? Whom you know? Have you heard it before? It's whom you know. You know, I thought it was only in Africa that it was whom you know. But when I came to Newark, New Jersey, it's still the same. It's whom you know. <laughs> Everywhere. 
everywhere. But the beauty about whom you know is that, the beauty about whom you know is, you can know anybody. Because if you want to know me, once you know him and he knows me, you can know me. Do you get it? Once you know him and he knows me, you can know me. So connectivity, connections. And what I'm saying is that I thought it was only in Togo. But in Canada, it's the same thing. It is still whom you know. Connectivity. Whom you know. Do you know you can you can know the bishop, you can speak to the bishop by tomorrow? Do you know that? Why? Because you know me and I know him. <laughs> I can even get Bishop to speak to you right now this afternoon. Because I have him on my yes. We talk almost every day. Have him whom you know. And you'll be surprised that you are only two steps away from Joe Biden. <laughs> you'll be surprised. That you are only three steps away from Joe Biden. Because you know somebody who knows somebody who knows Biden. Amen. Ah. May you benefit from connections. I'm prophesying to you. May you benefit from connections. I used to think that, oh, everything you get there by heart. It's not true. You see, hard work is important. But it's always not the case. I wish I could say hard work is always the case. But it's always not the case. I'm telling you, Abraham, it's not always the case. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's who you know. That's all. Amen. And I'm speaking to you like a prophet. May you benefit from your connections. May somebody important favor you. I say, may somebody important favor you. I say, may somebody important favor you. To be honest with you, Abraham, let's talk. Let's talk. You see? At the lower grade, that's when they say bring applications. At the higher grade, there's no applications. You got it? Yeah. Yeah. That is why the small workers write applications. But when the president is in power, the people who you chose for the cabinet is not by application, it's by appointments. Did <laughs> you see anybody write a letter to get a cabinet in the cabinet before? Right. By Walmart, they say bring application. <laughs> you get it? In Walmart, it's applications. But in the White House, it's not by application. Yeah. I'm preaching to you. May connections benefit you. I say, may your connection benefit you. That's why you have to stay connected. I'm preaching to you. Tell your neighbor, stay connected. If I tell a person, stay connected to me. Because I may know somebody. <laughs> you better stay connected. Because hmm. I know I know one or two. Amen. Yeah. That's right. Connections. And then support. The next thing about 
being part of a small group is that you get support. Support. We are talking about the tree. Support. You see, that little leaf up there is able to hang up there because it's being supported. Hallelujah. The reason why that branch is out there is because something is what? Supporting it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Support. Support. Francisca, support. When you are part of a small group, because you are connected, you get support. You see, and that is the mistake. That is the mistake a lot of proud people make. I don't need anybody. The day you disconnect, that's when you, you fall down. I'm preaching to you. You don't know that the reason why you are being held up there is that something is supporting you. Somebody's prayer, somebody's intercession, somebody's counseling is keeping you up there. One day you get up and say, I don't need anybody. That's when you begin to fall. Support. Support. Look. You don't know that you are up there because something is keeping you there. Yeah. You see, let me tell you something. From today, don't use that statement again. I don't need anybody. Don't say that again. This should be the last time you say, I don't need anybody. Don't make that statement again. You don't need anybody? You don't need anybody? You don't need anybody? It's a proud talk. You don't need anybody? You don't? No way. Let this be the last time you use that. I don't need anybody. Let me tell you something. I need you. You need me. Yes. That one, don't joke. I know that I need you. I can't say I know this, Cheryl. I need you. I need you. You need me. So then, this should be the last time. I don't need anybody. You don't need anybody? It's a proud talk. Even in your death, you need someone to carry you and go and bury you. <laughs> I say, even if when you are dead, you still need somebody to carry you. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I need you. And you need me. I'm serious. I'm preaching to you today. Let's be the last time you say, I don't need it. You don't need anybody. Support. Support. Hallelujah. Number three, supplies. Supplies. By belonging to a small group or, pe- or connected, you get supplies. You see, by your connection. Okay, biology student. Those of you who did biology. Should I go to biology? We should do biology 101. Okay. The leaf here, which is looking fresh and green, is receiving from the stem here. What is it taking? Biology student. Nutrients, which is what? Water. And what? Water and what? biology. Water and something. And nutrients. And then the, and, the, and then and then and then the sun will shine on the leaf. 
And the sun is used for what? For, you don't know photosynthesis. <laughs> I don't even know photosynthesis. It's, it's not easy. More, they don't even know what photosynthesis is. Hey, photosynthesis. But our students, but because the leaf is connected to the root, it's getting supplies. 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 So sometimes by your connection, by belonging to a small group, the church a prayer ministry, some supplies are coming to you. Supplies are coming to you. Supplies are coming so that you can do your photosynthesis. <laughs> supplies. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. Ephesians 4, 16. It says, from whom? The whole body, the body, see the body is parts, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by the which every joint supplied. Every joint does what? Every joint does what? There's something called supply. You see, and once again, I'm being led prophetically to speak to somebody here. You see, some of us are not doing well because we despise small supplies. You hear what I said? Oh, it's nothing. Let me tell you something. Everything counts. Everything counts. It's your disregard for small supplies. That's why you are poor. Everything counts. By the which every joint supplies, it doesn't matter. Once, it, whether it is big or small, once it is a joint, it has, look, everybody has something to supply to you. But some of us have a tendency of disregarding the, oh, this small thing too. Hey, everything counts. That which every joint supplies. And sometimes it's your disregard for small joints that makes you broke. Or make you not progress. Because you don't, you see, let me tell you, you don't respect the little things. But let me tell you something. Most great things start small. Most great things start small. The Bible says, despise not small beginnings. But you don't respect, you don't respect small beginnings. You see somebody driving a Mercedes. It didn't start today. He started with bus pass. <laughs> Walking. Bus pass. You understand what I'm saying? But you don't respect it. You want to drive suddenly, you want to drive a Tesla electric right now. No, 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 no. You see, and it is that, you see, I'm precisely, it is that desire that leads to greed. The Bible says, he that hastened to be rich has an evil eye. 
don't despise small beginning. Don't despise small beginning. One time, again, one time, somebody was, my wife asked a testing sister. This is me, right? Who was not married? Then my wife asked her, what type of husband are you looking for? Then she looked at my husband and said, oh, I want to marry somebody like your husband. <laughs> and see, and my wife was saying that, my wife was telling her that, she was trying to help the leader look, the one that you are seeing that you like. When I met him, <laughs> He wasn't like that at all. <laughs> That's what my wife was trying to advise. Her. Look, the one that you are admiring, when I met him, it was an eye of faith. <laughs> that made me go for him. But you are sitting here, you are looking for something great already. It doesn't come that way. That brother working with some pants down, that skinny brother, that prayer warrior, that is him. That's where you start from. That is 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 where you start from. I'm preaching. But the Christian sister today, they don't respect them. They don't respect, oh, look at him. Look at his skirt. Look at his pants. That is how you start. That is how you start. That is how you start. This is where you start from. This because one day, one day you will see and say, Man, if only I knew. Preaching. The person actually had one. I'm looking for somebody like your husband. What the heck? Look, to be honest with you, coffee, to be honest with you. Sometimes when my wife brings our old pictures, I say, hey. And I look at myself. I say, this woman must have an eye. <laughs> this one, flesh and blood, did not reveal to you. <laughs> because me, myself, when I look at myself, I won't marry myself. <laughs> That's a bad. <laughs> me, myself, when I look at myself, me, myself, when I look at the picture, I say, hey. This girl, he was deceived. <laughs> In your jar. Just coin, just even coin, just keep on throwing coins in the jar. You'll be surprised that after a year, when you go and count it, it's something. Little things. The amount of food you throw away is why you are broke. I'm preaching. Away. You are throwing away. You are throwing away. You cook, then you throw away. You cook, then you throw away. You cook, then you throw away. I'm preaching. 
One of the shocking things you will know about little things, see, one of the shocking things that will teach you a lesson about respect little things is your water bill. I find it very interesting that when your toilet is leaking, you see, when the toilet leaks, that little thing, how you can increase your water bill? By the time you see your water bill is very high up. Yeah. But you despise the little things. But every small thing has something to supply. Hallelujah. And you must belong to see that your supply comes by belong to a group. I mean, let's say for, for example sake, somebody came and said, oh, I'm going to dash the church 10 million. And I said, okay, I'm sharing the 10 million among the members. How, how do you think I will share it? I will share it by groups. I will say, the choir should get this. The prayer should get this. The prayer I will share it by the small groups. So you, if you are in the church and you don't belong to the group, how can you get some? <laughs> the only way I can share it is by groups. That which every joint supplied. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Supply. Okay. Next thing about the benefits of belonging to a small group or a small branch or be or being the branch. That's why I'm using the tree. It's visibility. Say with me, visibility. Say with me, visibility. You see, this tree up here, this leaf here is being seen up. Do you know why? Because something is supporting it. Otherwise, you won't see it. The reason why we can see the leaf is because a branch is supporting it. So sometimes just be, being connected or belonging to a small group gives you visibility. Hallelujah. And here it's very important, especially for the sisters. Especially for the ladies. I should go there. Because how can you find a beloved if you are not visible? The church is quiet, right? Visibility. Visibility. By being connected, you become visible. Yeah, visibility. Unknown. And unknown. And it is important to be known because the Bible says, do not marry a stranger. I'm preaching to you. The Bible I will not recommend you to marry a stranger. It is dangerous to marry a stranger. I don't know you. You don't belong to any small group. You don't belong to... You are not, a basen, you are not in the basenta. You are not in the choir. You are not a prayer warrior. You are, not a, you are some strange brother who comes in and goes out. Hey, Mr. Stranger, I am I'm afraid of you. Visibility. You must be known. You must be known. I said you must be known. I will not recommend you to marry anybody you don't know. I want to say no, I mean no. Oh yeah. Don't make the mistake of marrying the night. Oh, you don't know? You don't know you can marry in the night? That's what happened to Jacob. 
Jacob, when Jacob, Abraham, go and read that story. Jacob asked for, Jacob asked for Rachel. And then in the night, the father brought Leah. So Jacob thought that he was Rachel. And then when he woke up in the morning, he said, what? That's not the one I asked for. He said, I married in the night. You can marry somebody in the night. It means that the person you think it is. May you never marry in the night. Don't marry in the night. Don't marry a stranger. Rich uncle. See, the way you have money, people will come near you, so you have to be careful. <laughs> because the Bible says that a rich man has many friends. This is the uncle. But this is a, this is a rich one. This is, this is a rich one. The godfather, rich godfather. Be careful, godfather. Even your chain, people may come near you, you have to be careful. <laughs> No. Be careful. Hallelujah. Strange people. You see, these people I know, I know her. I know her. I know her. I know her. I know him. I know her. Because they belong to smaller groups and I've known them for a while, so I can recommend them. But you, I don't know you. I will not, look, don't marry a strange person, though. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, small groups, visibility. 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 Hallelujah. Yeah. Visibility. Next one, I've given you uh, connection, support, supplies, visibility. Next one, ad- a blessing or advantage of being in a small group, identification. You'll be identified. What do you mean by identification? Identification means you, you identify things by their small groups. You know, you know a tree by its fruits. Do you get it? It's the fruit of the tree that tells you that it's a mango. It's an apple. It's a pear. It's a grape. Because of the fruit. So as you belong to a small groups, you get more identified. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a blessing in it. Tell you. You see, all that I'm trying to share with all of us that don't be a non-entity. That will help you. Nobody knows you. You come in alone, you go alone, you don't belong to anything at all. There's no supply. Hallelujah. Yeah. Number six. Blessing of belonging to a small group or, or the advantage of a small group is what I call the power it gives you power or longevity. Uh, this one I'll, I'll explain to you. Power or longevity. You see, small branches ensures longevity. Yeah. Small branches, small groups, and I'll explain to you. You see, when something is huge and big, you can attack it once. But when something has a lot of branches, you cannot easily attack it. Do you understand what I'm saying? When something is huge, boom, you kill it. But when the thing is made up of multiple branches, you cannot kill it easily. Because when you take away one branch, the other parts remain. (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm talking about how God wanted the church to be branches. If the church was one big unit, it can be attacked. 
But I say, I'll make it a tree and many branches. As a matter of fact, that is the power, or that is how, that's what makes groups like Al-Qaeda dangerous. That's what makes groups like Al-Qaeda very dangerous. Because they said, they say we are multiple cells. You attack somebody in Iran, there's somebody in Libya. You can't take them out just with one bank. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, just by, just by having branches, you generate longevity and the continuation of the thing. Because it cannot be taken out by one, one shoe. And God wants the church to be by branches. So that at any point in time, the church cannot be taken out. Because when you attack the church in New York, the one in New Jersey will survive. <laughs> Hallelujah. Branches, longevity. That's my uh, Longevity. Longevity. And it's a word of wisdom for you. In fact, that is, that is why even those who are into this financial thing, they always talk about diversify. Diversify your portfolio. Diversify your portfolio. Diversify your portfolio. Have you heard that term before? Diversify what? Portfolio, right? Diversify. What does it mean? Because some of you don't have a portfolio at all. Let's begin to. What does it mean? What does it mean to diversify? What does it mean to? You are an accountant? Sicho, what does it mean to diversify your portfolio? We can't hear you. It means what? You should spread the risk across. So instead of putting everything here, you put some here, you put some here, you put some here. It's called what? Why, why do people recommend it? So that when one of the things is going down, others can pick up. So it's called diversify your portfolio. That's what it is. Because it ensures longevity. Or, in the local term, don't put all your eggs in one basket. That one we understand, right? <laughs> that one we are eating, that one we understand, right? Don't put all your eggs in what? One basket. Because some of us don't understand portfolio. Because we think portfolio is like a bag. <laughs> no. Hallelujah. So branching, branching or small groups ensures longevity. Hallelujah. And if you look through, this I'm talking about, the history of the church, the church has been attacked at various stages in history. But because the church was not in one place, it never died. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. It's about time we have branches everywhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Diversify. Diversify. Yeah. Spread your risk. Look. 9-11 was a very terrible thing. 9-11. Okay. Those of you who were not born, those of you who were not born before 9-11, so. When, when, what year was 9-11? 2001. One. Oh, no, 2001. 2001, right? So how many years? How many years now? 22. Some of you are not born. You were born after 9-11, so you know what I'm talking about. But 9-11 was a very terrible thing. 9-11 attacked 
It was America. Why do I say so? But 9-11 also revealed the strength of America. Because America is not only New York. We hit New York, but Texas remained. California remained. If 9-11 had happened to any of some of our countries where everything is in the capital, we would have been dead. I'm preaching. Some places, some countries that I know, everything is in the capital. All the roads are in the capital. The building are in the capital. Everything is in the capital. You bomb the capital, everything is dead. But it shows you, it shows you how strong America is. That their, their strength is spread across. You hit, you hit a big center and still the country still continues. If it was to happen in some part of the world, it would have been there. Because everything is in the capital. From the road, the houses, the land, the ministries, the banks. It's one area. I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Branches. Strength. So we are stronger. We are stronger if everybody here belongs to a smaller group. I'm preaching to you. If everybody here, you are in the choir, you are in Anasha, you are in Francophone Church, you are uh, uh, men's ministry, everybody, it makes us stronger. In fact, to be honest with you, a sign that you are poor and you are not developed is when all your resources are centered in one area. I'm telling you. I live in some part of the mountains in the woods. But I can tell you that from this, from when I live here to my doorsteps, there is road with tar all the way. But there are some parts of the world, some countries, the road is just like this. As soon as you get off the road, it's all potholes. I'm preaching. It's all potholes. Manholes. There's only one road. Get off the road. You're in a ditch. But I can live here and go to my house in the mountains and the star. There's water. The water is running. There's a grocery shop. It's, it's diversified. It's not only in one place. That's a sign that you are developed. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And then the final one for today is a short message. Yeah. Oh yeah. Branches. Diversify. Diversify. See, <laughs> I will say some things, but just understand it in the right sense. Should I say it? You, you won't be angry with me. You see, monopoly. Monopoly brings manipulation and control. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Every time there's monopoly, there's manipulation and control. Yeah. But once there is no monopoly, once you sell, I can buy from you, I can buy from you, I can buy from you, suddenly there's competition and respect. But if I can only buy from you, you dictate the price. So monopoly is always dangerous. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
So be careful. Diversify. Amen. Then the final thing I'll talk about cells. It's a small point. It's all branches. Okay? It's a very interesting verse. You see? Ezekiel chapter 31 verse 9. Ezekiel 31 verse 9. He says that, look at this scriptures. Very beautiful scripture. Very, very. He said, I have made him fair or beautiful. I have made him fair or beautiful by the multitude of his branches. Beauty. Nice. Why? Because of the multitude of the branches. So that all the trees of Eden that were in the garden of God envied him. That's the second part. The number one reason why people envy is because you are nicer than them. Because the trees were jealous of that tree because it was nicer. So when people are envious of you, you should be happy. It's a sign that you are nicer than them. That's what it means. When people are jealous of you, you should be happy. Because it's a sign that you are what? Nicer than them. The Bible said the other trees were jealous. The other trees were jealous of that tree. So sometimes all this about comments and criticisms and things is jealousy. And jealousy is a sign that I am nicer than you. Hallelujah. So from the road, don't worry. Let them be envious. It's a sign. It's a sign that you are nicer than them. I used to worry about, oh, why are people insulting our church? Why are they criticizing that? It's all jealousy because we are nicer than them. That's it. Envy comes because you are nicer. That's all. That's why people are jealous of you. Yeah. Nobody worried about what is behind him. Everybody's. Which brings me to another statement. Have you heard the term backbiting? Backbiting? Backbiting. Backbiting is you are biting my back. <laughs> backbiting is what? You are biting my back. And the only way you can bite my back is because I'm in front of you. It's because I'm in front of you. That is why you are biting my back. It's because I'm in front of you. You can't bite somebody behind you. Cannot, you cannot backbite if, you, if I'm behind you. So when people are backbiting you, give glory to God. It means you are ahead of them. <laughs> Hallelujah. But he said that I have made you fair by the multitude of his branches. The reason why it is beautiful, the reason why it is nice, is because it has a lot of branches. Look. For example, if you take our church, a lot of respect has come to our prophets. Not because of the one big church, but the multiple branches. In fact, there's one known African billionaire I'm talking about dollar billionaire, not city billionaire. A known African, I won't mention his name, a known African billionaire, dollar billionaire, who once went to Democratic Republic of Congo. He didn't know our church. He, but he went to DRC, 
to do some, where they do the mining and the cobalt and nickel. And as he was there, in that deep, he saw our church. So when he came back, he said, I want to go and see this man. Yes, you wanted to come and see Bishop. Because I have great admiration for you. For somebody to sit here and have branches all over in the deep of the Congo forest. I admire you very much. It's a sign. Hallelujah. So the admiration, the branching. Because let me tell you something. It takes a lot of wisdom and greatness to have multiple branches. Hallelujah. And whether we like it or not, I'm closing. Hey, look. Whether we like it or not. Okay, let me give you this illustration before I go. You see? The beauty, if we take the bulb, the beauty of the crystal bulb is because it's made up of many, many little parts. The crystal, that's why the crystal bulb is nicer than one huge bulb. Think about it. We can put one huge bulb, it's not nice. But a chandelier is made up of small, small crystal. So it's the small, 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 small come together that gives it the beauty. As opposed to one huge thing. So sometimes the branching, the multitude. This is why, this is why I say, but you know, don't, you, 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 this is why I say, the truth of the matter is that whether we like it or not, large families are nicer than small families. Mm, I'm talking. I have come to see that people who have a lot of children, when they grow, it's a very nice family. You see, look, large family, I have come to see, let's all accept it. I mean, agreed, we're all afraid. That's why I have only one or two. But the truth of the matter is that if you are not afraid and you have six children and they all grow up, it's nicer. It's far nicer. It's far nicer than this one and two. <laughs> I'm preaching. That is why we should not be jealous of Gloria and Naku. They are had it nicer. It's nicer and nicer and nicer. Look, I have come to see I have come to see that when the children grow up, a bigger family is far nicer than you and this your sister. That mm, it's not nice. But you see, we are afraid. That's why we only get that. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. You see, let's all admit our fears. Let's admit our fears. And rather, we should be. We should be jealous and envious of glory and that because they are producing nicer and nicer and nicer. <laughs> I'm preaching. <laughs> because look, a bigger family is always nice. Whether you it's not what is it not true? Am I lying? Is it true? Oh yes, see a bigger family. Five, six. Very, very nice. This one came from London. This one came from Jamaica. This one is in Ghana. This one is Calcutta. They mean it's so nice. But you, your only child, you know, there's even nobody to play with. Mm. <laughs> so all the men who are afraid, I'm preaching to you. <laughs> because I know some men, they, they wife more more children, but the man is afraid. Ask the brother, are you the one? Are you the one? <laughs> Are you the one? Your wife wants more, but you are afraid. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. The branches make it beautiful. I said the branches what? Make it beautiful.
I said the branches make it what? Beautiful. The branches make it what? Beautiful. The multiplication makes it what? Beautiful. The many children make it what? Beautiful. Stand up to your feet and let's close. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, thank you. I pray. You know, I've talked about branches, smaller groups. Pray that God, you will find your place in, in the church. Whatever it takes, you find your place in the church. Pray that God, may I belong to a smaller group. May I be visible. May I be connected. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Pray. May we be connected. May I not be isolated. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. May I be connected. May I be connected. May I be connected. May I not be isolated. May I not be, may I not be that lonely guy out there, not connection. Nobody knows me. No, 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 no. I've seen the benefits of being connected, being visible, getting supplies, getting connections, getting promotions. The beauty of belonging to a larger group, oh God. Pray, everybody pray that God, help me today. Help me today. Whatever you want me to do in your house, Whatever group you want me to belong to, whatever ministry you want me to belong to, Father, help me that I may be part of a group. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be more like Him. I am the vine, you are the branches. I wanna be I will be the part of the branch, oh God. I will connect. I will not be isolated. Even though I am little, I can't do much, I will still connect. For every little thing has something to give. Every little thing can supply. I want to be part of it, oh God. I want to be a vessel, oh God. I want to be part of it. I want to be. Sing it again, oh Jesus. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to connect. I want to do something in your house. I want to belong to a group in your house, oh God. It may be very small. It may be not significant. But I can do something, oh God. You know, listen, church. I believe strongly the Spirit of God is here. It says that which every joint supplieth. I don't know who you are. This may even be your first time coming to church. It doesn't really matter. But in your heart, you say, Lord God, I just, want to, I just want to do anything in your house. I want to connect. Whatever you can, whatever, whatever is available, I just want to connect. I just want to connect. I just want to connect. 
Whatever, whatever in your I, 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 I don't want to be an isolated person. God, I can sing. God, I can dance. God, I can tithe. God, I can clean. God, I can preach. God, I can witness. God, I can give money. Whatever it is, Lord, I just want to be part of a group. I don't want to be isolated. I want to connect. Whatever I can supply, I'm willing to do, Lord. If this is your prayer, if this is your desire, if this is what you, if you really mean that, Lord God, I just want to do whatever, I just want to do whatever I can do in your house. I don't even know, but I just want to do something in your house. If this is your prayer, if this is your desire, whether you are old, whether you are new, please lift up your hands and let's all pray together. If you want to do something in the house of God, whether you are old, whether you are new, lift up your hands. All of us who are praying together. You will, you don't have to come forward wherever you are. Genuinely, like God, whatever you want to in your house, whatever you want me to do, it may be my first time, it may be my third time, but Lord, whatever I can do in your church, preaching, visiting, giving, dancing, sweeping, talking, whatever it is, Lord, please, if you really want to do something in the house of God, lift up your hands. I want your hands to go up so we can all pray. I see your hands. I see your hands. Thank you, Lord. Lift up. Father, I go down on my knee with our hands lifted up. We are saying that if you can use anything, use us, Lord. The Bible says we should seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Today, with our hands lifted up, whatever we can do in your house, use us. Use these hands. Use these hands. Use these hands. Use these hands for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Your hands together for the Lord. Yeah, look. You see? Use these hands. Use these hands for your glory. Use these hands for your glory. These hands are for you. These hands are for your glory. I don't know what... I, 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 Whatever little I can do, Father, use these hands for your glory. Use these hands. Yes, Lord. That's all. Use these hands. Use these hands for your glory. Whatever these hands can do. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Use his hands, O oh God. Use his hands, O oh God. This hands are for your glory. You can use me. Oh, let's sing. If you can use anything, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
Touch my hands and, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Amen. Listen. I've been around for a while. I've come to see that the blessing is using your, some, whatever you can do for God. No matter your background or your situation, whatever little you can do. Hallelujah. And I can give you a key. Go and read Matthew chapter 6. In Matthew chapter 6, he talks about worry. Do not be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about what you eat. Don't worry about what you drink. These things do the Gentiles speak by. Worry, 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 worry. Worry, worry, worry. And then in te- verse 33, he said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. It means that the key to worrying is to prioritize your life and seek God first. Otherwise, you'll keep on worrying. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come! Lift up your hands. Say, God, use me. Say, my hands are for you. That's it. For you. Amen. Hallelujah. With every eye closed and every head bowed, you are here, you are not born again. You came to church, somebody invited you to church. The first thing you need to do is to give your life to Jesus Christ. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? So if right now, with every head bowed and every eye closed, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to become a child of God. You know, at a point, we all get tired of living the way we live. Being there, done that. Never helped anybody. A day comes in your life when you hear God's voice. Surrender. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? There's only peace in one name, the name Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about being religious. I'm talking about being born again. To be born again is to be sure that if you die, you go to heaven and not go, not go to hell. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, I was once a sinner and I gave my life to Christ. And I'm extending that same invitation to you because only Jesus can save. If you want to give your life to Christ, wherever you are standing, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. I want to be, God bless, I want to be a Christian. I just want to be a Christian. God bless you. Let your hands go up. Let your hands go up. I'm serious. Because I was, I was also there. Listen, Abraham, I like you. I was there like you. I was like you. Are you serious? Are you serious? Look at me. Look at me. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? I've been there. I've done that. But peace only comes through God. And to me, this is the most important decision you took for your life. Anybody else? Anybody else? This is the most important thing. I've been there. Are you born again? Are you born again? Are you saved? Is she saved? Uncle, are you saved? Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm serious. Not a joke at all. This thing I did some time ago, I got tired of living and I gave my life to Christ. And my life has become far better. Because peace comes from him.
Thank you, Holy Spirit. So say this after me, everybody. Heavenly Father, this Sunday afternoon, I come as a sinner. Have mercy on me. Save me. I want to be a child of God. Lord Jesus, thank you for saving me. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. God bless you. What's your name? Elena. God bless you. Yeah. We all peace comes from God. Put your hands together, everybody be seated. It's time for communion. This is my body. Let's take the communion. Oh, Jesus. Oh. When I see the blood, When I see the blood, when I see the blood. When I see the blood. I see the blood. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. In the book of Revelation chapter 12, verse number 11. Revelation, Revelation 12, 11. Keep standing. Revelation, please quickly. And they overcame him. The him here is the devil. Satan. They overcame Satan. Okay, we overcame. And they overcame him. Talking about the devil. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb. And by the word of their testimony, two things, the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimonies. That's how you overcome the devil. You don't overcome the devil with philosophy. You don't overcome it with knowledge. You overcome it by the blood of the lamb. Amen. Hallelujah. So, as you partake of the communion this afternoon, you are overcoming every satanic activity. Any demonic activity against your life, you are overcoming it by the blood of the Lamb. See, see. Abraham, I like you. See, some time ago, I thought that I thought that um, uh, if I do this, don't do that, don't do that, I'll be okay. And I thought, uh-uh. What will make me okay is the blood. Not my do's and don'ts. Very true. It's just the blood of the lamb. 
Kriyoke is the blood. Because sometimes, no matter how hard I try, I fall short. It's only the blood of the lamb. So Moses said, kill a lamb. Take the blood. And, you, and, and mark the blood on your doorpost. Not on you. On your doorpost. And you be inside the room. And when the spirit of death comes, because of the blood, it will pass over. It means that your protection has no, doesn't depend on what you are doing inside. You can be sleeping. You can be snoring. You can be watching a movie. But once there's a blood on the doorpost, you will be protected. So the real salvation is in the blood. Hallelujah. And I love the second part. And they love, and they love not their lives unto death. This is, just, this is just for those who are serious. Let me tell you something. The real, my dear, you are into ministry. The real way to overcome the devil is not to be too conscious of your life. It's to say that for me, to live is Christ. To die is gain. Once you take that attitude, Satan can have no control over you. Yeah. For me, to live is Christ. To die is gain. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you transition, Ingrid, when you transition from the father, look, I really don't care about my life. I only live for Jesus. Immediately, the devil has lost power over you. And they love not their lives. So this Sunday afternoon, I feel there's a strong presence of an anointing here. We are just holding on to the blood. Let the blood speak. I said, let the blood speak. I said, let the blood speak. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We stand as sinners. Many faults, many problems. But we thank you for the blood. We thank you for the bread. Father, as I pray over the communion, let there be healing. Let there be healing. By his stripes we are healed. Father, the blood, let the blood answer. Let the blood answer. Let the blood answer. Let the blood speak. Let the blood defend us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. You know, the word is advocate. The word is advocate. The word is an attorney. The blood is your advocate. It speaks for you. It defends you. The devil said you are guilty, but the blood said no. Mercy 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 said no. Today you are being exempted from every effect of Satan. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let me take the bread. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Eat the bread. That same night he threw the cup. 
And he said, this is my blood. Let the blood speak. See, there's a song that says, I stand guilty. But Mercy said no. Mercy said no. Mercy said no. Mercy said no to the hypertension. Mercy said no to the diabetes. Mercy said no to the unemployment. Mercy said no to the barrenness. Yes, you stand guilty, but Mercy said no. Lift up the blood and let Mercy prevail. In Jesus' name, amen. Bring the blood. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's whenever. Mercy said no. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, riches. Let the blood speak, oh God. Let the blood speak, oh God. Makenaria Baba. Majandalia Kabanalia Baba, Elama Sandoria Baba. Oh, let the blast speak. Oh, let the blast speak. Oh, God. That gives me strength. Oh, from there, from today, it will never, never. Hallelujah. We thank you for the blood. That speaks. Thank you that mercy said no. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord. Please be seated. Maybe somebody can sing that song for no I'm taking the offering. Mercy said no. You see, we must believe in the prophetic word. Okay? I, I, I just don't come to preach Sunday and Sunday. I also give prophetic word. The prophet where the mercy said no. Hallelujah. So believe that you are living here going home justified. Amen. Because mercy triumphs over judgment. When they did the old, when they when, when they build the ark in the old testament, the Bible said, when God told Moses to build the ark. He put the commandments in the ark, in the Holy of Holies. Do you understand? In the Holy of Holies, the commandment was in the ark like this. So there was a, there was a, this was the commandment. This is, the, this, this is the commandment. This is the ark. They put the commandment in the ark, which is the law. Then on top of the ark, they built the mercy seat. 
So the mercy seat was on top of the ark. Because the commandment reflects the law, the judgment, the mistakes. But he put his mercy on top of the judgment. Because if by judgment alone, by decision alone, you are guilty. But mercy said no. <laughs> Hallelujah. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.